Hello and welcome to Financial Education for the Nation. My name's Warren Shu, and today we're going to reflect on 2020. This episode has been sponsored by IDELO, the price comparison website. What a year 2020 has been. Uh, we started the year in a strong position financially coming out of 2019. Uh, we had good economic growth uh, and the investors in the world stock market had done very, very well. Um, the MSCI World Index returned over 23.5% annualized for that year, which is cracking return really. I think the long-term average is near a sort of 8 or 9%. Um, and then from a small village in China um, that probably most of us, if not all of us, had never heard of, um, came a pandemic pandemic that caused a health global health crisis, which then went on to affect the economy, um, more so than many probably initially expected it would do. Um, and I talk to my clients all the time about catastrophes and how to plan for them, how to transfer the risk to insurance companies, um, because these catastrophes can derail us uh, from our financial objectives. Um, they might, in our case, be death, um, prolonged disability or illness, or an interruption to income. And we can transfer that risk to insurers and put ourselves in a strong position by having emergency reserve so that we don't get derailed completely, um, but more so that it's more of a bump in the, in the, in the track, uh, as it were. Now, we're blessed that in 2020, our weather during lockdown 1.0 was beautiful. Um, pretty much, I think, across the UK. Uh, and we were able to make the most of the situation and we did okay. Um, and that reminds me of our slogan at the office um, at Lexington Wealth. We call it True Wealth. And even I call my portfolios True Wealth. True Wealth, what money can't buy and death take away. Um, it's our strap line. It's what we live by and it's our ethos when we're working with clients because we believe that um, you know, life isn't a continuum. Um, and the pandemic was humbling for us all. Um, whatever your financial status, we were in lockdown. Um, we were in solidarity together. It made us appreciate a little bit more what life was about. If we reflect back in to sort of March, April, May, um, I, I I made sure I called all my friends and family. I got my children to make sure that they called their friends. Um, we called different relatives and stuff just to touch base with them because there was lots of people out there who were lonely. Um, I thought it was lovely that we clapped for carers. Um, we appreciated others, each other a little bit more. And we really sort of realised how precious life is. Um, and some of us, unfortunately, were affected more closely than others. Um, and uh, that's just too sad, um, particularly when someone was so young. But it's important to consider as we take ourselves into the next year, into 2021, that we do so with a conscious appreciation of what life is like and that we appreciate that life isn't a continuum. We all have this end date and every year it's getting closer and closer. And we just want to make sure when we get to that date, we've had enough fun, enjoyment and activity that we can say we live life to the full. Um, I was once shown a one meter ruler. Okay, and the guy said to me, hello, let's represent, let's say this represents your life. I want you to mark on it your age. So I marked on it my age and then he took a marker pen and he coloured from zero up to my age in black. He coloured it out. And he then he took 
centimeters 90 to 100 and he colored them in black and he said well look when you're 90 your activity level is such a if you're lucky to get there your activity level is such a level that you're not really going to do anything too much exciting which i kind of agree with i understand um and he said well look, what's gone is gone your past is the past it's behind you so all you have left is this chunk here and when i looked down on the meter ruler there was quite a way under half of the meter ruler left and i thought wow wow and i talked to my clients and when i present i say how many more christmases um, and I like to do this with children. Um, I kind of sort of think that children are most likely going to be holidaying independently between 18 and 21. So if your child is, say, 16 now, and you say, we say 21, you've got five more summer holidays with them. You know, where are you going to do? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Are you going to work all the way through them? Or are you going to do something special to make it memorable? Um, same with Christmases. You know, five more Christmases. Um, what can we do to make them more special? And I know the tone's a bit slower this week, but I think sometimes it's nice just to sit back and reflect and say, yeah, you know what? Yeah, maybe it's time to live intentionally. So no matter what our financial status, we ultimately seek love and happiness in life. Um, and uh, let's wrap the year up and move into 2021 and decide on to live on purpose intentionally um, to live the best life we can. Um, and I believe everything is a learning experience in life. And I want to take my learnings from 2020 to make my next decade better than my past. So your future decades can be much better than the past if you decide and if you take forward your learnings from this as well. So um, a bit more sort of somber, a bit more relaxed, a bit slower, but just to reiterate, it's important to take stock and um, to enjoy life um, as it is. So um, five facts um, I'm going to tell you about 2020. Five top facts about 2020. The world's stock market has delivered a stellar 13% return year to date. Now, bear in mind, okay, let's forget the year before, but bear in mind, we've gone through a, or well, we're going through a pandemic and the world stock market has delivered over 13%, which is over its average. So it just really proves that we can't time the markets. That's a fantastic return, um, far beating most people's expectations, I'm sure. Um, and I'm very excited about 2021 as well, because there's lots of cash on the sideline. There's lots of pent up money. Um, and it'll be very interesting to see how that unfolds. Uh, second imp interesting fact from 2020 is the Chancellor God bless his whole heart, uh, issued a stamp duty holiday that caused a property frenzy. You know, people you know, delayed in moving because things are taking so long. <clears throat> Just so many people are moving. You know, was it necessary? I don't know, but it's happened. And uh, we now have fueled property prices and a frenzy going on in the UK. Which you wouldn't think in a pandemic, would you? You'd, you'd sort of say everyone was at home, but if we're looking back on this in 25 years' time, we can say, yeah, there was a property frenzy. People carried on buying loo rolls and houses. Um, point three, uh, top five, is the US gave the highest election turnout in 120 years to remove President Trump from the White House after just one term. Now, that's that's going some, isn't it? I, you know, whatever your political views are, um, to be only there's only a few presidents who have only done one term most by far the majority have done two 
uh, I think he was hoping to get to, and to be removed by the highest turnout in history of over 120 years is uh, saying something. Uh, number four, uh, we were introduced to the term furlough. Now, I don't know about you, but I didn't know what furlough meant when the government stepped in, or the governments pretty much around the world stepped in to support companies and employees financially through the pandemic and during the lockdown. And step five, finishing on a big one, the UK government's debt exceeded the two trillion mark for the first time in history. So uh, the UK owes about as much as Apple is worth in value. Interesting, isn't it? So other things in the news this week, uh, UK house prices increased by about four and a half, four, four, increased by 4.7% in the year to September 2020, uh, from 3% in August. So as I said, it's a property frenzy, house prices are moving, people want to get in before this statute holiday finishes at the end of March. Um, so house prices are still going strong and that's a bellwether for the economy really, in the UK particularly. Um, at its meeting at the end of October, the Bank of England maintained its policy rate at a record 0.1. So borrowing's cheap, no stamp duty. You can see the fuel going on the fire to make property prices go up. Um, and it's remained, it's, it ke it's kept its uh, 65 basis point, basis point cut in interest rates. Um, and the bank announced an additional 150 billion quantitative easing asset purchase, um, taking up the total to 895 billion yeah folks that's with a b that's amazing isn't it uh questions in from readers this week so what have we got uh i've been made redundant and i'm really struggling what do you advise so i think the first and foremost thing is to um remain optimistic okay your position was made redundant not you um and you are in the same boat as thousands of other people, so it's not personal, it's not a reflection of you as an individual. Um, what's important is you keep your morale and you keep your optimism there. And one of the things I think you can do by that is keeping busy and keeping active. So making sure that you, if you, if you can study, study. If you can help out online doing things, do that. Do charitable work, whatever it might be, keep yourself busy. Do not allow yourself to get sucked into that void because your inner voice is not necessarily your best friend when you need to stay optimistic. <clears throat> okay, so that's the mindset bit, which I think is the most important. Um, keep yourself busy, get outside, socialize as much as you can, when you can, stay, get online even if it's that way, but um, don't allow yourself to get sucked into this inner void. <clears throat> and the next thing is looking at your income expenditure. So look, what can you do to maximize your in income? Go to a site called entitled2.co.uk, see what benefits you could be entitled to to claim on to bring your income in that way. Look at selling other items online, eBay, um, Facebook Marketplace, that kind of thing. Try and boost your income as much as you can. And maybe look at taking a lodger on. I know it's a little bit difficult at the moment with lockdown and stuff, but is there any ways you can make, maximize the use of your home? And then look at things like reducing your expenditure. So go through expenditure and ask yourself, do I really, 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 really need, is it essential I have this? Because this redundancy period won't go on forever, but the outcome is that you manage it through very, very carefully. Now, I have some clients who are extremely frugal with their money, and I can see how easy it is to live very, very frugally. And I have other clients who are very um, flamboyant with their money, and so I can see the other end of the scale. <clears throat> But what lesson I take from that is it is possible to live on a shoestring. And I really mean that. 
So look at your expenses. If it's not essential, just get rid of it, baby. Let it go. Um, because what your outcome is is to last as long as you can. Uh, keep in touch, though. Let me know how you get on. It'd be very interesting. Use this opportunity to maybe retrain. Um, there's lots of government sites you can go to and get some retraining and stuff as well. Second question we have then is, um, I'm excited about the flotation of Airbnb. Should I buy their shares? So Airbnb, it doesn't need an explanation, really. It's like a, um, it, I think by value now, it's termed as the biggest global um, uh, hotel chain. It's not a hotel chain because it doesn't own its own property, but essentially it's a hotel chain. Um, and it floated, so it's owned by a number of investors. And then what they did is they then put the majority of the shares on the stock market so the likes of you and I can buy and sell them. Um, it was so well anticipated, because it was deferred from last year, or early in the year, last year, I think, um, that um, the share price went up before it actually started trading. So pre-market trading that you and I don't really get involved with, um, the shares just rocketed and went up. So would I buy it? I wouldn't buy it yet. I don't think it's profit-making. Um, I do have a criteria that I like my companies to make a profit. It sounds an obvious thing, um, but um, it isn't for everyone. Uh, some people just go on free cash flow um, because that's the money coming through the business. They think that's more important because it pays the bills. Profit is just what's taxed. And um, But I, I'm a bit more old-fashioned. I do like profitable companies. So um, I wouldn't be buying it just yet. Um, and often, not always, but often after a flotation, things pull back. But with all said and done, buying one individual share, if you've only got a small amount to invest, is very high risk. And I probably wouldn't recommend you do that anyway. So uh, great to keep an eye on it, um, but um, probably I'd say pass on this one just for now. Um, I hope that has been helpful today. I hope you've enjoyed the presentation, the seminar, the workshops I've done throughout the year. And I hope you've enjoyed these podcasts and YouTube videos. Um, please let me know if there's anything you'd like me to include in 2021. And uh, good luck and may I wish you all a very prosperous new year. Thank you.